Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. And I want to share with you just very briefly, um, but I think, I think there's some things that God really wants to put on our hearts today. And I think the timing of this is actually significant for something that God wants to do in us as a church. And so I just want to share Matthew 9, verse 35. It'll come up on the screen. It says, Jesus travelled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Now, I believe there's two key things that we need to be praying today. And number one is, God, would you break our hearts for what breaks yours? And number two is, God, break the fear of man off us so that we could follow you. We need to be able to see people the way that God sees people. We need to see through things to be able to see who he's created them to be. We need the weight, this burden, this compassion. We need a broken heart for people if we're gonna be moved into action to actually reach out and to love people. Where there's apathy, we need God to light a fire in our hearts. And there is a major problem that if we consider ourselves to be deeply um, intimate, to to have a relationship with the Lord, to be consumed with love for the Lord, and yet we don't have a love for people, a desire to, to see people know Him, then there's something that needs to be realigned in there. And I know this is very true for me and I'm praying for that. And so I want to ask each to think today, who are we reaching? Who are we praying for? What does this look like for each one of us? Pastor Tam shared a message a couple of years ago now. And at the end of it, there was an opportunity to come down the front and get these little sticky dots and put them somewhere in our homes that would be a reminder for us to pray for someone that doesn't know Jesus. And I took two sticky dots that day and I stuck them on the steering wheel of my car. And I've prayed ever since, hundreds and hundreds of times, I've prayed for the two people represented in these dots. And recently, one of those people texted me out of the blue and just said, what time does church start? I'm coming. And then he came and he said yes to Jesus. And I want you to hear this. We need to be people who are praying because God is on the move. And it changes things. He hears those prayers. Second prayer is this, God, break the fear of man off me. So often we hold back because we're worried about what people are gonna think about us, right? And we feel the burden. We feel, we feel guilt because of that. 
But we need God to come and just break that off us. Many years ago now, there was this uh, young woman whose name was Alyssa and she grabbed my attention and um, I was pretty keen on this Alyssa and we started spending a bit of time together and being the romantic guy that I am, one day I woke up and I had this idea that um, I was going to take flowers and deliver them to her house. She lived quite a fair way from me. I didn't have my licence or anything like that. I was just a young whippersnapper at this time. And um, anyway, so I woke up early in the morning, jumped on my bike, rode to the train station, jumped on the train, caught the train into her neighbourhood, got off the train, found the local flower shop, which, praise the Lord, was open still early in the morning, bought a card, wrote some mushy stuff on the card. I'm not going to tell you what I wrote, but it worked. And, uh, and I jumped back on my bike and I rode to her house. And as I got close to her house, the worst possible thing happened. I could see that out the front of her house was her big brother. And he hadn't seen me yet, so I had a choice in the moment. I can just keep riding straight past. He wouldn't know who I am. Or I could just toughen up and deliver the flowers. And so I rode, I went for it. I went for it. And uh, so, of course, I, I, I get up to the curb and I drop my bike and I got my flowers and my card and I just start walking up to the front door and he, he gives me a bit of the, oi, you know, and I'm like freaking out, right? The big brother, hadn't met him at this point. And uh, he's like, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm actually dropping these flowers off for Alyssa, right? And he's like, oh, right, giving me nothing, giving me nothing. And he goes, all right, well, I'll take them for you. And I'm like, they're going in the bin as soon as I leave, right? Anyway, jump back on the bike and I'm just out of there, man. Like, talk about adrenaline shot. Could have rode the whole way home. And uh, the story goes that he actually did take them inside and um, here we are, right? (laughs) But my point is this, when you have a greater purpose in your life, then you don't care what people think of you, right? You're prepared to push past those things, you're prepared to leave those things behind, and there's been times in my life, like I, I've, I, I fully surrendered my life to the Lord when I was 22 years old and I was all in. And I've been the crazy guy at the shops when I felt like the Holy Spirit said, go and pray for that person in the supermarket. That's me. Like I've, I've been that guy who's gone and done that. I've laid hands on people and prayed for healing in shopping centres. I've cooked pancakes on the beach just so I could tell people walking past about Jesus. I've chased people down to try and give them money when the Lord says, hey, go and give them some money. I've, I've been the crazy guy, right? But in 2018, I went to a conference in the States and someone prayed for me and they prayed that the fear of man would break off me. And I can't even describe it. I don't know how to actually put words to it, but it happened. And something changed in me. And at least for the next kind of week, intensely, 
you know, three or four days, everyone I met, I felt like I could see with God's eyes. And I had that heart of compassion. And He would have me just share into their lives in different ways. And it was like no one was missing out. Everyone was just copping it, right? <laughs> and I remember one, one night I was actually walking home from the conference. It was really late at night. And uh, I was walking down the street and the Lord says, you need to get a haircut, right? It's like 11.30 at night. And I'm like, that's weird. I just felt this voice so clear. As I come around the corner, there's a hairdresser's, a barber's, and it's open, right? And I'm like, well, I guess I need to get a haircut. <laughs> and so I go and say, g'day. There's two people standing out the front. And uh, I said, well, would you be interested in cutting my hair? And, then, and one lady, she was like, sure, come on in. And I'm like, okay. And I walk into this barber's, and it just seems to be the local hangout for the night. And so... It's full of blokes who are just chilling out in there. And um, I'm like, okay, this is weird. Anyway, she puts me down in a chair and we get to talking. And I feel that the Lord just wants me to speak into her life, just share his love. And I start doing that boldly from the chair, right? And she's, she's obviously getting moved and she's emotional as we're sharing. And I'm telling her how much the Lord loves her. And she's cutting my hair while she's doing this. And it just keeps going and going. So my hair's... And it doesn't really end up the style that I was hoping it would be. But I'm just like, Lord, I'll just let, I'll give you my haircut, right? (laughs) And so um, anyway, she finishes up eventually and I get out of the chair and and I say to her, hey, I'd love to pray for you. Would that be cool? And she's got some major things going on in her life. She's living in her car at that point in time to save up, to get some rent, to be able to move into a rental place and um, got all sorts of addictions that she was open about. And I said, I'm going to pray and just ask that the Lord would really bless you. And so she says, yeah, I'd love that. So I lay hands on her in this barbershop. And as I do that, all the blokes that have been mucking around, they go quiet and bow their heads. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, pressure's on here, <laughs> right? This has got to be a good prayer. And so I pray, I've got a photo of her, her name's Monet. And um, this is, yeah, you can't really tell, but my hair was, was just freestyled. Monet just took care of it. But I experienced for this season this understanding of, Lord, you're, you're letting me see people as you see them. And my heart was just breaking for people. And I wasn't ministering because I felt like I should as a Christian. I was ministering God's love because I was so deeply burdened by it. I could see the need. I, I, I had a genuine compassion and love for people. And, and, and I, I, to be open and honest with you, like that's changed for me. And there's times where, you know, I hold back and, and, I, and I'm, I'm not always obedient as God kind of leads me in that space. But the point is this, is that there's people all around us who are hungry to encounter God's love. And they're searching for something. And they're, they're, we're in a world that is so broken. And they need Jesus, desperately need Jesus. And, and we're the ones, the people who know the hope that's found in Jesus are the ones who are going to bring hope to them. And you might be thinking, well, I'm not that confrontational person. Like, 
I'm not the crazy guy at the shops. Like that might be you, but that's not me. And I get that. And I know that God's wired us up different. And you might be the relational evangelist and, and relationship is an amazing way to, to show people Jesus. But my challenge is this, if we're wired up, however we're wired up, where's the fruit? Are we really pressing into that space? Are our hearts breaking for what God's heart breaks for? In Romans 10, it says, How can they call on Him to save them unless they believe in Him? And how can they believe in Him if they've never heard about Him? And how can they hear about Him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the Scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. And so I'm going to get the team up this morning and uh, we're simply just going to spend some time in worship today and we're going to spend some time praying. And the two big prayers that I want you to pray with me today is God, break our hearts for what breaks yours. Help us to see with your eyes, Lord, the people we work with, people we interact with at school drop-off, our neighbours, the people we do life with, even our family and our friends. The second prayer is, God, break the fear of man off me. And I believe that for some people here today, that as we pray, something's going to shift in you, that, that you're going to find this new freedom to be able to love people with God's love and to bring prophetic insight and healing into their lives to show them who Jesus really is. You know, there's this amazing passage in Acts 17. I've been wrestling and just meditating on it all week. And Paul is in Athens and he, he, he travels around Athens and he's so troubled because he sees all these idols and the people there are worshipping all these idols. And one day he gets an opportunity to talk to a crowd. And these are intellectual people, philosophers and people who believe different things. And Paul has this amazing way of connecting with them. And he says, I see that you even have this idol that says to an unknown God, he says, I want to tell you who that unknown God is. He's the God of the heavens and the earth. He's the God who sent Jesus, who came and He lived and He died and He rose again so that we could be in relationship with that God. And after He shares this amazing speech, the Scriptures say there were three groups of people. There were the people who laughed and scoffed at Him. There were the people who were curious and said, we wanna know more. And then there were people who believed and began to follow Jesus. And I looked at this text this week and I've been thinking about all this week saying, Lord, what have you got in this for us? And there's so many similarities with where we're at today. That we look around and we see all these idols. Idols are anything that we worship that isn't God essentially. We're in a world where idols are all around. These same people worshipped an unknown God. We're in a world where people just do not know who Jesus is. 
There are generations now of people who have no Christian background. And so they don't know who He is. But I believe that we're in a world where as we share who Jesus is, that the responses would be the same today. Some people are gonna laugh and scoff at us. That's all right. Some people are gonna be curious and say, I wanna know more. And some people are gonna listen, believe and become followers of Jesus. And we get to do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. So can I invite you to jump on your feet? And we're gonna start just by worshiping and pressing into the Lord. But I wanna remind you, here's our prayer today. God, break our hearts for what breaks yours. God, break the fear of man off me. And I just wanna give you an opportunity as we worship today, if you feel like this is really significant for you, come down and worship down the front here. And somewhere in this song, we're gonna pray and we're gonna lay hands on one another and we're gonna believe for God to shift some stuff today. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.